Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to episode 72 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. Today, I am coming to you from Scotland. I made it. If you know me at all and you know what's going on in my life, we are in the process of moving from Denver, Colorado to Sitges, Spain, and we are stopping in Scotland for six weeks in between. So we've been here for four days now, I think. So it's still pretty fresh. I'm still pretty jet lagged and I'm still pretty much in the days of what is going on in my life. All our things are packed up and being shipped and I just have a couple of suitcases and uh, we are in between homes and it's a place of great uncertainty and great adventure and great excitement, all the things. Because of this, I wanted to talk today about big dreams, why they matter, what to expect when we go after them and how to live lives of extraordinary beauty with extraordinary things happening in them. Because to me, this is one of the biggest topics we could talk about. If you desire to write scripts, make films, these are big dreams. These are not normal things. They're not small things. If you desire to make a lot of money, develop a business that makes a lot of money and changes the way that you get to live, if you want to travel the world, if you want to go live somewhere else, a different country, these are all big dreams. These are not little things. They're not necessarily easy to achieve. So I want to talk about this today and to talk about why your dreams matter and how to make sure you achieve them that you don't start dreaming the dream and then give up on it. If you are, if you've been in my world for any length of time, you will know this is a topic that I love. This is very close to my heart. It's everything to me. I think because I was somebody who grew up actually afraid to dream. And I'm going to start this by asking you if this resonates at all. Have you ever in your soul felt like there was something you wanted to do someone you wanted to be, something you wanted to have, but you almost immediately, when the thing started to come up in your soul, you just shut it down because you went, don't be silly. Don't be ridiculous. You couldn't do that. You couldn't have that. You couldn't be that. Who do you think you are? So this was very much my pattern of thinking that was instilled in me from a very early age. And I think this is instilled in a lot of us. We're taught to be realistic, to be practical, to be sensible, not to hope for too much, because if we do, we will just be disappointed. My grandmother, who I loved dearly, she used to say to me all the time, don't hope for too much and you won't be disappointed. And she would say this in this knowing tone, like being disappointed was the worst thing that could happen in life. It's like, if you don't hope for too much, you'll never be disappointed. And it was like, wow, I have found out the secret to never being disappointed. Just don't hope for too much. Keep your sights low. As I grew up and into my 20s, I became fascinated with Buddhist philosophy. I was always interested in how do we live a good life. This was something that always propelled me. It was why I studied philosophy at university. I decided early on I, I didn't care about money and material things. What I cared about was truth. What I cared about was authenticity. What I cared about was living a good life. And what, what did that mean? 
So in this, I came to Buddhist philosophy. I loved it. When I started reading about this, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is it. And obviously the Buddha says that one of the main causes of suffering is desire. And if we can just stop desiring, then we can stop the suffering. I thought this was genius. In my 20s, I was like, this is it. This is the key to life. If I can just stop wanting things, then I won't suffer. So it's just all about being content with what I already have. And if I can be content with what I have and not desire things, I will be happy. This is the key to happiness. As I've got older, I've evolved. And I don't believe that anymore. I don't believe that wanting things leads to suffering. I think wanting things without being grateful for what we have leads to suffering. I think wanting things from a place of lack with the belief that if we get the things, then we will be happy leads to suffering. But I think if we are absolutely content with what we have and we, are, we know we're happy already and we want more, this leads to an expansive and joyful and beautiful life. It does not lead to suffering. My belief now is that our dreams give us purpose in life and they provide us with a roadmap for living our best life. Coming into your body, your physical body, I believe that your spirit chose this body as the perfect vehicle to learn the lessons it needed to learn, to expand in the way it needs to expand, to have the experience of being alive, of being a human that it needed to have, that it desired to have. Desire. It all starts with desires. If we don't want anything and if we don't have dreams and if we decide we're just content where we are, there's not really much to grow for. Is there? It's like, okay, I'm here, I'm happy, I'm done. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If that is you, if you're genuinely just like, you know, I'm here, I'm happy, I'm done, and that's what I want for the rest of my life, and there's nothing new that I want, there's no new experiences, there's no new adventures, there's no new big achievements, there's no new things that I want to have, it's fine, it's great. That is absolutely fine. But for many of us, I believe we are here on this planet to grow and to expand. The nature of the universe is expansion. The universe is expanding. That is the nature of all living things, to expand. I'm sitting here right now at this window looking out at this beautiful garden in Scotland and everything is just in full bloom and growth. Everything in nature wants to expand and to grow. Trees will take up as much space as they can. Human beings, I believe, we're here to expand and grow too. We're not here just to survive, just to, to be who we are for the rest of our lives. What is possible for us? Who are we if we grew to our fullest extent? We won't know until we actually embark on that journey. What are you capable of? I think most people wildly underestimate what they're capable of. They're living small lives because they believe that they're not capable of more. They believe that more is not possible for them. They believe that more is greedy. But really, they're capable of so much. So I believe that when we have a dream, and it really fascinates me that our dreams are all different. What I dream of is very different to what you dream of. I am sure of it. There might be some crossover, but I bet you it's pretty unique. And that's why your dreams are your own unique treasure map. To me, the way to recognize our dreams is just when I think of something that really, that I dream about, it lights me up inside in a way that is very physical, that is very visceral. One example that I have of this in my life, that was, I, can, I can remember the exact moment, 
was when I was sitting on the floor of my apartment stroke yoga studio in Barcelona, Spain. This was probably in about 2003. And I read about the Sundance Screenwriters Lab. And it was the first time I had read about this. It was online. I was reading about it. And I just, everything in my body, it was like, ding, 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 ding. Oh my gosh, what is this thing? This is amazing. Like everything in my body just lit up at the idea of this. And luckily I didn't shut it down. I was like, there's something about this. Like I want to go to the Sundance Screenwriters Lab. And what that did for me was it really motivated me. I was already writing a screenplay, but this put the fire in me to to do it, to actually commit to it, to finish it. It was no longer abstract as to why am I writing this screenplay? It's like, I'm going to write the screenplay and I'm going to get in the Sundance Screenwriters Lab. I want to go there so much. I can't even explain to you why I really wanted to go there. I'm sure this is true for all of us with our dreams. Somebody who decides my dream is to climb Mount Everest, or my dream is to swim in the seven oceans, in every single ocean in the world, or my dream is to see every bird in the world, or my dream is to, whatever it is, to make a movie. It doesn't necessarily really make that much sense. It just is something that for you lights you up and immediately inspires you to action. It's like once the dream takes hold, once it's planted in you, once you allow it to actually flower in your heart and you just feel it like this, if I could have anything be true, I would have this. At that moment in my life, it was like, if I could have anything be true, I would be at the Sundance Screenwriters Lab next year. That sent me on a journey that took eight years. I did get there. My dream came true. It took eight years. And this is the nature of our very big dreams. For me, when I was reading about the Sundance Screenwriters Lab from my floor in Barcelona, it was a far-fetched dream. I had never written a screenplay at this point, not one. (laughs) And yet here I was dreaming about going to the Sundance Screenwriters Lab. I was already, by the way, over 30 years old. I had never been to film school. I had no business thinking, oh, this is my dream. But something in me lit up reading about it. And I decided I was going to keep walking on that path. It had become my North Star. And I was going to walk to it until I had done everything I could to make it happen. And as I said, I did make it happen. It took eight years, but I made it happen. Big dreams are, by their nature, unpredictable in whether we will achieve them. There's never a guarantee that you will achieve a big dream. Does that mean we should not set out for it at all? Because as my grandmother said, well, if you don't dream too big, you will never be disappointed. Should we not go after our big dreams? Because we might not get them. And the truth is, if it really is a big dream, it's not predictable. If it's something that is guaranteed you can do, if I have a dream of, well, my dream is to go to Glasgow for a day and I'm in Edinburgh. It's not really a big dream. It's not that difficult. It's pretty guaranteed that I'll figure out how to get there. But a big dream is something that's not guaranteed. It's never guaranteed. When I started my online business with the dream that it would provide me with a regular income, a good income, a bigger income than I had ever experienced in my life, there was no guarantees. There was my hope. There was my dream. There was my vision. But there was nothing more than that. Nothing was guaranteed. Three years ago, when my dream became moving to Spain, moving back to Spain, moving back to Europe, 
again, it didn't feel guaranteed. There were so many moving parts, so many things that had to fall into place in order for it to happen. It was not like, okay, let's go. So many things to figure out. But here we are three years later, it's happening. So a big dream by its nature is not predictable. It is not guaranteed. And that's why it does run us the risk of disappointment. It is possible that we go after our big dream and we take action towards it and it doesn't work out. The thing we have to know is that if the dream is really our dream, there's no time limit on it. When I had that dream of going to the Sundance Screenwriters Lab, as I told you, it took me eight years. Now, in hindsight, we can say, oh, but you got there in the end, your big dream came true. Yeah, it did. But during those eight years, I would like to invite you (laughs) to imagine what it felt like when I was rejected for the fourth time. I would like to invite you to imagine when I was six years into going after this big dream and I had submitted a script that I was absolutely certain this was the one, this time I was going to make it. And I didn't get past the first round, how I felt. The nature of big dreams is they are big and they are not easy to achieve. And what this means is sometimes they will take time. We have to decide though that our dream is worth it, that we are worth it, and we're going to stay on the path towards it until we make it happen. And what we're going to do is we're going to see along this path that when we take action and it doesn't get us the result we want, we have not failed. It does not mean the dream is not meant for us. It does not mean we are never going to achieve it. It simply means we haven't achieved it yet. When I got that rejection, I written a script called Obsolidia meaning the Encyclopedia of Obsolete Things. This became my first film. This was the one I submitted Sundance. I was absolutely sure they would take this. I was like, this is a Sundance movie. They're going to read this script. They're going to flip out. They're going to invite me to the lab. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) I didn't get invited to the lab. As I said, I didn't get past the first round with that script. Now, I could have at that point put my hands up and said, "I, I have failed again. I have tried multiple times now to make this dream come true. And I keep getting no's. I keep getting no's. I've submitted so many scripts and I'm always getting no. And I'm not getting any further. I'm just staying there. And they just reject me at the first hurdle. I could have made that mean that it wasn't meant to be for me. I could have decided that I didn't want to be disappointed anymore. That was too much. I didn't decide those things. I decided to hell with it. I'm going to make the film. I'm just going to go out and make it. I made the film. And the film was selected for the Sundance Film Festival. And that provided my gateway to the Screenwriters Lab. When I started my online business with the hope that this would become a regular income for me, that this would be something that would completely change my financial story. The first time I launched a course... I think I made a couple thousand dollars. It was hardly an income. (laughs) And the whole first year, I should actually check the accounts. I should check how much I did turn over in the first year. It was hardly an income. I could have taken that to mean that it wasn't going to work. And this is an interesting little indicator about our big dreams, because I think so often people put these time limits on them. I'm going to go for it. 
But if it hasn't worked out in a year, then I'm just giving up. And I invite you to think, if you were, say, for instance, your big dream was to meet your perfect partner and start a family, would it be a little crazy if you said, if I don't meet somebody within a year, if I'm not married within a year, I am giving up on this dream and I am just going to go and join the convent. I'm done. I'm declaring celibacy for the rest of my life. And yet that's often what we do with our other kinds of dreams, with our screenwriting dreams, our filmmaking dreams, our online business dreams, our money dreams. We're like, this year, this is the year I'm going to make a million dollars. And if I don't make a million dollars this year, screw it. It means I'm not meant for it and I'm going back to my nine to five. Don't do that with your dreams. Big piece of advice here. Do not put a time limit on your dreams. There's no time limit on your dreams. When I finally made it to the Sundance Screenwriters Lab, was I mad that it hadn't happened five years earlier? No. I was just overjoyed. I was walking with Robert Redford down to the hall for the first session, chatting about my film. And I just was like, oh my gosh, this is even better than I had ever imagined. Now that I've built my business to the place where it's a regular income, the most money I've ever made in my life. Am I mad that it didn't happen in the first year? No. I'm just so grateful and so proud that I stayed on the course. So wherever you are with your big dream right now, keep going. If you haven't allowed yourself to make big dreams, Give yourself permission. A great place to start with this is just ask yourself, if I could have anything, if anything could be true for me, what would I have be true? What would my life look like if anything could be true? Dreams are free. Allow yourself to dream. And you'll know the big dreams for you when you just feel that in your body. It's like a, everything tingles a little bit. The thought of that thing coming true just makes your whole body feel electrified. When you feel that, you know this one's meant for you. It's not somebody else's dream. It's not something that you've been conditioned to think should be your dream. Because we have some of those little red herring dreams. It's the real deal. When you feel it in your body, it's the real deal. And when it's the real deal, I tell you it's meant for you. And when you step on that journey to actually making it happen, there's no guarantees you'll make it but your life will be so enriched by it. The journey that you will go on in the path to making it your reality will expand you, help you grow, enlarge you in so many ways that you can't even anticipate before you start on the journey. Believe in your dreams and then go after them. Set it as your true north and just walk towards it every day. And one day I tell you, if you do this and you keep the faith and you stay on the path no matter what, one day you will get there. And when you do, you're going to be so proud of yourself for going after it. Our dreams are made up of these steps, these steps of faith, these steps of gratitude these steps of belief, these steps of staying on the path even when it's hard, even when we're tired, even when we're sure it's not working. So stay on the path. 
I'm so excited to share things with you over the coming weeks and months as we make our dream a reality and actually move to Spain. I can't believe it's happening. I can't believe it's happening. Here I am. I'm in Scotland. What is going on? I have some amazing programs coming up as well if you want to go deeper into this kind of work. This month on July 18th, we are kicking off a five-day class called Unshakable Confidence. This is all about how to be confident even when we have no business to be confident. And this is one of the questions that I'm most frequently asked by aspiring filmmakers and screenwriters. How do I, how do I be confident? How do I seem confident when I haven't done the thing before? Well, what I'm going to be sharing in these five days is a method of staying confident no matter what. You will learn where that confidence comes from. And honestly, confidence like this is your superpower. There's two kinds of confidence in this world. There's the kind that comes from by being looking at our past experiences, looking at the past and saying, hey, I've done this before, therefore I can confident I can do it again. But there's another kind of confidence, and that's what we'll be going deep into in this five days. So if you want to join that, send me a message and I will send you a link. We would love to have you as part of it. And next month, I'm going to be teaching a eight-day program called The Secret Key. Oh, this one's going to be magic. This is the first time I've ever taught a program directly on manifestation. And honestly, I believe with all my heart that my ability to manifest things has been the key to every success that I've had in my life. If you want to know how I've been able to achieve impossible things like selling my first script, like getting my first movie into Sundance, moving across the world... It's all down to what I'm going to share in this program. It's the secret key. So many of us think when we go after a big dream, it's just all about what we do. It's always, we, we have the big dream, whatever it is. Okay, I want to get my script into the Sundance Screenwriters Lab. I want to build a business and get it to 20K a month. And it seems like an impossible thing. And immediately our brains go into, how can I do it? How can I do it? What do I need to do? And we start thinking about the do, do, do. But what I know to be true without a doubt is that there's this magic to creating impossible things in our lives. And it comes from our ability to consciously manifest, to consciously co-create with the universe. I will be sharing in The Secret Key my personal approach to doing this so that you will walk away with a whole new set of tools of how to create impossible results, not just by the doing, but by actually harnessing your power to co-create with the universe. It's going to be an extraordinary experience. I'll be teaching four parts of it here in Scotland and then four parts of it from Spain. So it's going to be straddling a moment in my life and in my energy when I'm making a big dream come true, when one of the biggest manifestations that I've tried to pull off in recent years is coming, is happening. So I'd love it if you can join me for that. If you're interested in joining these, as I said, there should be a link in the show notes or otherwise, send me a message, support at dianebell.com and we will send you links so that you can join those programs. All right, my beautiful friends, thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope you are doing well and having a gorgeous summer or winter if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, that all is well in your life. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. 
If you've enjoyed this and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? Could you please share it on social media or go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it? I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much and I can't wait to see you the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at dianebell.com and also check out my website, dianebell.com and see what I'm up to. Hopefully I'll see you in the social medias. Take care and I'll see you next time.